How we doing, prolific people? Welcome to the Prolific Podcast. This podcast exists to encourage one another to abide in Jesus. And as a result, bear fruit that truly lasts. This is Joey. And I'm Alejo. You ready? Let's do this. What up, prolific people? Hope you guys are having a blessed day. We decided that we were going to do two episodes of this series. And so what the series is called, which you probably already clicked on, you already saw, Leaving Versus Staying. And so the first episode is all going to be about leaving, about taking a step of faith, about leaving a location, maybe leaving friends, maybe leaving family, maybe whatever that involves, and about the things that in our lives that God has called us to take a step of faith into. The next podcast, the next episode will be about staying in the places and the moments that God is actually like, like God has told you to stay and everyone might be telling you to leave. And today is about leaving when everyone might be telling you to stay. And how do you get through that? How do you trust the Lord and how do you walk through that? So that's good. What you, what you got brother? That's good, man. No, it's that, that's great. I want to uh, preface uh, sort of everything here with, I, I believe uh, with a, with a thought. I, I just, I, I want to say, I believe that as leaders and as as uh, people in the church who you know we have a responsibility to be mature in the faith right to grow mm-hmm. up and be mature in the faith that it's important that we have these conversations when we have processed through seasons in a healthy way i think it can be very difficult i think it may be very destructive and i say it from experience because i've done a really poor job at this before but um i think it can be very destructive if as a person who has some sort of influence, who has enough ears and who has people who are maybe younger in the faith that are looking to you as an example in mm-hmm. any way, uh, it can be very destructive if you talk about seasons where you've left, uh, where maybe there was hurt or pain related and you haven't processed through that in a healthy way. Yeah. And so I just want to say before we start this, this episode episodes that I believe Joey and I are I'd say for me, at least, finally, I'm in a healthy place about this. I I wasn't for a while. I don't know how long it's taken you, and I want to ask you a little bit about that. But um, I feel like we're finally in a place where we are healthy in regards to current season of leaving. Yeah. And so I'm excited about that. I'm excited because I I, I feel like we're not going to have a conversation about what other people could have done better. Yeah. But we're going to talk about how we have maybe failed how we have had to grow, and so I'm excited to do that. But so I want to ask you, bro, um, the first question. So some, some of you guys might not know, Joey and I, we actually met in the same ministry job. We met at Wellspring Community Church in Ruskin, Florida. We uh, were hired the same day, and we shared an office. The first whole day of work, we actually didn't really like each other a ton, <laughs> but they put us in the same office, and the whole first day was a day of rearranging our office. Worst and, idea and ever. Worst idea ever, and then uh, what happened? happened is we actually ended up at 5 p.m. with the this desk arrangement that we started with so <laughs> at the beginning of the day. Stupid. And so at the end of the day, we kind of looked at each <laughs> other and, and we're, it was one of those moments where like we just both felt stupid and we were like, you want to be buddies? And then we became buddies. But anyway, we met at that church and we worked there for, for a good amount of time. We were very invested. Uh, we certainly love a lot of people at Wellspring and uh, it was a great season of our lives. And in 2020, uh, it, it turned out that for, you know, for whatever reason, we both felt that we needed to to take a step out without so, without even talking to each other. No, no, when, was, this yeah, was yeah, yeah. This for me, it was a process of like eight months talking to uh, my pastor, and then for you, it was. Uh, I mean, it was it was from pretty much 
for myself, starting the process without even bringing it up to anyone other than my wife, it started in June, July of 2019. And then throughout that period of time, all the way into like probably September is when I first had a conversation with, you know, uh, my, my lead pastor at the time. Mm -hmm. And then from there was like, you know, it's just a transition within, you know? Mm -hmm. And then December of 2019 is when God was like, nah, bruh, it's everything. And yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. It was, it was crazy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably it's might've been about the same period of time in a yeah. sense, uh, which is crazy. Uh, I, yeah. The, the Lord has intertwined a lot of our lives in a lot of ways like that. It's yeah. really weird, but yeah. So yeah. So that was kind of our, our experience. So we, we had an experience this past week where Joey, Joey actually used to be the, the student pastor. I was the worship pastor and Joey had a conversation with a student about just a little, just some hurt that that student experienced as he left mm -hmm. um, yeah. that position. And, and so it just made us ponder and think a lot about just the concept of leaving and mm -hmm. the concept of, you know, when that when is the right time to do that? If there's ever a right time to do that, the the damage that sometimes happens even without us wanting it to happen. And just, we just wanted to talk a little bit about that now that we're finally healthy. Yeah. Uh, now that I'm finally <laughs> healthy. So I just want to ask you, bro. So just, just real briefly so that we don't bore people with details that maybe they can't relate to because maybe they don't, they don't know us as personally. Yeah. Um, what was your experience with, what was your experience with, uh, leaving your first ministry job that was at Wellspring, uh, your first full-time ministry job, mm -hmm. and yeah, what did it what what did it feel like to talk to this student this week? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely in a whole different place than I was. You know, I think what, what we're pushing three years now, almost. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's officially been three years since I like announced the resignation in a sense. Mm -hmm. It was February, March is when you know we pretty much did it uh, of 2020, um, and so. Yeah, the place I was back then, I still wasn't in a bad spot. Like, I was in a good spot, but it was definitely very strange back then for me. And um, uh, so I, I guess in the very beginning Actually, of it, So let me ask you a question. Because sometimes people don't know this in church. Mm -hmm. So just to lay some some ground groundwork as you answer that question that I asked you. Yeah. Did you, were you fired or did you decide to leave? So I decided to leave okay. in a good like way like i have a great relationship yeah. with the lead pastors i have a great relationship with the staff like right. there was no there was no bitterness there wasn't they couldn't pay me there wasn't weird stuff going on in our marriage like like there there, there was nothing right. what you know what's sad is the moment you know we shared that we felt like we need to take a step of faith the questions of did they stop paying you um right is there going on with your marriage and that's is why i asked you that happen? question yeah mm -hmm. and so no, no 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 so it was a very in in our hearts it was a very good um transition in a mm -hmm. sense like it wasn't a heart rate it wasn't like I was dishonoring people and and they said hey we're gonna we're gonna actually fire you but I need you to tell people that we didn't mm -hmm. like you know stuff like that no 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 there was and and, and church politics are crazy um but like like no like our transition was yeah. was nothing of the sort of that way um honestly like you know we we would have loved to stay um which we'll probably end up getting into this but mm -hmm. my addiction to Jesus was worth more than me staying somewhere mm -hmm. and and i looked crazy um i felt crazy my wife and i felt crazy it was mm -hmm. we were trying to buy a house like there was so so many things you're doing the work uh, of the lord to then step out which can feel tell me about that How yeah did that feel? so so i mean one of the hardest things for me was for 
since I was 16 years old, 15 years old, I felt the call of the Lord in my life. Um, and that was one day, I actually spoke about this in, in the message that I shared this past Wednesday, um, that it was because my youth pastor had faith in me um, and inspired me um, uh, to speak the message that God shared with me uh, during a fast. And during that message, God probably halfway through the message, a little bit longer, I literally felt just something begin to shift. I can't say I heard the audible voice of God, but I heard, I, I just felt my spirit say, you're meant for this. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? You know, like in the middle of my message and like, dude, I've looked back at my message notes. I had like eight messages in one. It was so untargetable. <laughs> it was, I did a skit, like I did a drama in it. I had two dramas. I literally had two dramas in my message in 45 minutes. I had, I spoke a message. How? Dude, I'm telling you, if you could look back, I literally designed a drama for like, like an entire drama skit for the intro of my message. Off of a song from Thousand Foot Crutch, freaking incredible song. Like it's called "Be Somebody." It was literally my testimony in a drama that I designed, and I had my friends in youth ministry act out with me. Right? It's over a song and all that stuff. Like if you ever seen my everything uh, or everything by Life song, like that skit. Like it was it was one of those like uh, skits and that stuff. And so. Um, and then, you know, I had the message and did all that stuff and and then um, uh, did the message, did different things. And at the end of my message, instead of ending the message like as a normal, let's say, altar call or something like that, you know, I had another buddy. If you've ever heard of the, uh, I believe, oh, man, Christopher would, would slap me. My boy Augustini would slap me. I believe it was called The Script Guys, I believe. Um, and and literally, man, we, we did their their uh pretty much script that they did right and it was uh it, it was called god's workmanship bro it was a seven minute skit that him and i had memorized and in the middle of my message at the ending of it i started talking about how man you know i just want to know if i was god's masterpiece you know and my buddy came up out of the crowd and started to act like he was god and we did an entire Another drama at the end of the message of me talking to God about how I don't feel like a masterpiece and all of these things and all this stuff. And so it was crazy, man. Like there was a lot of stuff in that message. And I look back on it and I'm like, dude, did anyone get anything out of that thing? Because it was all over the place. And, and it, like now, you know, I still teach like that sometimes, but it was just crazy. Right. And so, so in, in, in that, message? that message, bro, the Lord just stirred that I was meant to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was 15, 16 years old. And, and out of that, you know, for 10 years from 16 to 25, I would say 15 to 25, 26 years old, I was heavily involved in ministry. I went to a ministry school, you know, I was in leadership at the church I was prior to that. And then I was in leadership uh, in ministry school in a lot of ways, taught messages. I taught the Bible in, you know, 18 weeks. Uh, I, I did an entire life of Moses in 18, like things that, man, I was just, God did some really incredible things through ministry. And I just was new, man, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know? Right. And, and for 10 years was so deeply involved. And then God said, it's time for you to take a step out. In 2020. In 2020. Well, before, I guess in 2019. Technically, it was 2019, yeah. and it was before COVID. Mm -hmm. It's before chaos, and all God was saying was transitions coming. Mm -hmm. That's all I got from Him. And then it was transitions coming from the entire body. I was like, "What do you What do you mean by that? Like, like for the body, whole body like of the, Christ? The, the, like the, no, the like like not like I'm dipping on 
believe in the Lord. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm like, saying but, like the whole body of Christ was doing a transition in 2020. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then and but then God started to say, you know, hey, like like I need you to transition from this part of the body entirely because I was trying to, you know, like oh, well, what if I did other things? What if I became creative? What if I did this stuff within the body? And every time I tried to do something, the Lord would literally close it in my heart and close it somewhere and some way. And I'm like, man, this doesn't make any sense. Like, God, I was a part, I've, I've been building, been part of building your kingdom for 10 years. Right. And this is, I didn't go to college. I didn't go to a trade school. I didn't go get a finance degree like you. You know, I had literally nothing to fall back on. Sure. Nothing. Sure. My entire education has been the word of God and kingdom. And God's like, I want you out of it. I was like, ah. Uh, like everything because so by by out of it you probably what you probably mean and i want to ask you to clarify right because yeah. like um i so i still feel and i i, I know you would say yes i am still called oh, to ministry right yeah, so i know you don't so i want to clarify I, that yeah, you probably don't yeah, yeah, mean I got you, I got i'm you, going yeah. out but you probably what you mean is that in that season god was calling you out of working like yes. get, having ha, be, yeah. being a full time employee at yes. the church, a yeah. paycheck coming from the body, yeah. like like being reliant upon that, and like just a lot of different things. And so, so yeah, so God just said, you know, I, I need you out. Do you still right? feel called? And so, oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, I had I, one of the students last uh, Wednesday um, was, you know, when I was introduced, she she made a joke about like like, well, it looks like God called him back, you know, like just making a joke. And and it's funny because like you know, at times people may think because you don't have a microphone or you don't have a mantle, you don't have an influence that you've stepped out of ministry entirely when that's that's a lie like like I have had right. one of the some of the biggest impacts of my life being outside the four walls being in the business world being an example of Jesus here mm. in that place I've had some of the most incredible encounters of being able to preach the gospel to people that we've never never would have reached because the influence that God has given us within the business so cool, world right? is yeah. so cool and so and I can't say never would have reached but God probably would have used someone else yeah. Right, God's God's purpose is always going to move forward with us or without sure, us. Sure, like sure. it's, it's going to happen, right? And so that's for a different podcast. A whole different podcast. <laughs> um, whether you are beating or not, God's going to get done with His kingdom, right? And so that's um, what Joey thinks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so uh, uh, within my my leaving in that, I would say the the hardest thing for me was the fact that even in the ministry time when I was a youth pastor for four years, that one of my biggest struggles, and it's a lie from the enemy, there's there's some truth in it from the word, but the enemy has distorted it, right? He disguised himself as an angel of light, right? And so in my life, I had thought and pretty much rooted it in myself that my students, my leaders, are completely dependent upon my relationship with the Lord. Like, if I'm not praying for them every day, and then they come up to me and be like, man, I was really struggling with pornography, or man, I got in a fight at school, or, you know, I attempted suicide. Like, mm -hmm. I, I had all of these, like, so many more things than this, you right. know? Like, parents are getting divorced, you know, they're done with me, like, I have to choose between, like, all these different things. And I, I would feel this, like, guilt mm. of, man, it's because I'm not praying for them enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not fighting for them enough. I'm not, I'm not in their lives enough. I'm not like, mm. and God had to break me in the fact of that. As you were leaving. Yeah. Well, as I'm leaving, even while I was there, mm -hmm. like in, in this time period that I would say my first two years, I really, 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 really struggled with that. Mm -hmm. And then in my, my third year and my fourth year being there, like, like God began to free me from that mm -hmm. mindset that like, I am not their savior. Mm -hmm. And like, I, and just because I'm having, let's say a, um, 
uh, a desert season with the Lord, it doesn't mean my entire ministry is going to have a desert season with the Lord. Right, right, right. right. Like, like just because I'm I'm in a uh, a valley, or even because I'm on a mountaintop, doesn't mean my ministry is going to be perfect and great, and everything's going to be going flawless. Like, no, that's it's it's literally a lie. Now, your 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 top, you know, is the foundation of your people. Yes, what you are living your life, you will you are bleeding into your people. Yes, you're covering, and yes, you are empowering people. Like these things, you it's know, both all, and, right? Yes, like, I heard, yes. I heard it from somebody recently that um, that parenting. I heard it this way that when you're a parent, uh, and I might have said it in a pre- previous podcast, but I'll say it again because it applies to ministry. That you can, as a as a parent, you have a lot more influence than you realize, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot less influence than you realize. Yeah, right. It's so very it's weird. Like, it's very it's weird. really interesting. Yeah. Like you're not obviously you you are empowered. You have a lot mm-hmm. of room to bring really positive changes as a minister yeah. and as a pastor yeah but you also are not fully responsible for what people do or they walk through right right and the freeing the thing that freed me the most is when jesus brought me to himself in the gospels with his disciples and the fact of the matter was that he had a john he had a peter and he had a judas right in his close 12 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which means he had someone that was at the foot of the cross mm-hmm. he had someone that denied him mm-hmm. and he had someone that sold him mm-hmm in his 12. You right. know, the saying, this is a whole nother podcast, man. Like, like, you know, the saying of show me your five friends and I'll show you your future. Like, yeah. there's so much truth to that. But at the same time, you would think if there was an absolute truth to that, yes. that Peter, James, John, all Matthew, all the 12 disciples, they were close Would've to the it. most yeah. important, like, the son of most God. Most influential. Like, oh, the dude so obviously, miracle. So right, obviously... Right. So obviously, and this is a thought, uh, uh, I, I believe a worldly idea, and we'll move on from this because we're talking about leaving. Yeah. But uh, so obviously, not everything arises and falls on falls on leaders. Right. Not everything. Right. Because a lot Jesus of stuff was a does. leader, and obviously Judas betraying him doesn't betray him. him. And then the dude that he calls the rock that he's going to build the church on betrays him, <laughs> and freaking denies him. I need to build my church. Where did the rock? Where did the rock? Didn't I call someone? Where? Peter. (laughs) Peter. And like, like it's funny, but like, dude, the 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 idea, the concept of of just that truth, that Jesus was literally the perfect leader, and when he left, Mm -hmm. and before he left, people failed. Yeah. People made mistakes. People fell short, right? And so the feelings that I had within everything uh, was that the mantle was heavy, and that I felt. In very, in very simple terms, I felt that the the identity of the mantle of being a youth pastor for the past four years, being heavily involved in the church for 10 years, all of these things, I felt that mantle stripped from me. And so the identity that I had, that I felt God had called me to, was stripped from me. So can, so can, I, can we pa- make a pause there for a second? And, and can I ask you this? When you, when, you go, when you go back to a place where you used to bear the mantle, mm. And you no longer bear it. Mm. How hard is that? It's very strange. Very weird, right? It's very strange. Yeah. Because you you see loved ones, you see uh, people you have poured your heart and soul into, and maybe they're doing good, maybe they're doing bad. Mm. Maybe they're doing fruitful, or maybe they're bearing thorns and thistles. Mm-hmm. And like, And the hardest thing is probably the thing that would always embrace me was, what, what if I stayed? You know, mm-hmm. like we talked about it that night, like, man, what if I stayed? Like, where would people would have been? Right. Mm-hmm. And and then at the same time, God like would be like, yeah, what if you stayed? Like, what if you stayed in things got like 
this person completely left the Lord because you stayed. Mm-hmm. Like, do you believe that my purpose can't continue if right. you would stay? And and it's it's almost a pride of like, God, you need me here. Like, God, you, you need me in this body. When in reality, let's just be completely honest, he doesn't need me there. Well, and when you leave and you're no longer somewhere and things continue to run, mm-hmm. you obviously realize that you like God is going to fulfill his mm-hmm. ministry and yeah. his purpose, whether you're in it or not. 100%. Right. Um, but it is still very weird. It's it's what I what I would call is when you walk into um, when you walk into a place that you once had a mantle. Um, and I've had to do those a lot of moments. Like mm-hmm. God's really, really graced me in some of those things. And every time I walk in, it feels strange, but it also feels very honoring mm-hmm. that like I had the privilege to wear a mantle here. Yeah. You know, and and what's funny is I believe God gives you a special grace in those places too, if you can walk in grace. Because I've seen some buddies that have had a mantle at places mm-hmm. and they walk in pride mm-hmm. when they show up. They open those doors and they're like, yeah, so I was X, Y, and Z. Or they work or they walk defensively. Yes. Right? Like, like you go in and because somebody else has that position, Mm -hmm. you're like, you know, because I've seen that too. It's it's almost like a detachment. Like, I don't. Yep. Like which which I had I had to do that at mo- one moments because so I'm I'm a little bit different in leaving right I really want to pass a mantle to someone mm-hmm. personally I believe in the mantle passing Elijah mm-hmm. and Elisha is a perfect example when Elijah was taken up his mantle fell from him mm-hmm. and in that moment the very mantle that Eli- Elisha used for many things right covered him did all this stuff was the mantle that Elijah left him right? The thing that he used to pass the Jordan River, all these things. And so I believe in mantle passings, right? But then what's so beautiful is that Elisha then started to do even more than what Elijah did. Mm -hmm. But he started in the mantle of Elijah and then God took him to be Elisha. Well, let's talk about something strange. And this is, we probably won't be able to figure this out in this podcast for a while because I don't have an answer. But I mean, a lot of the mantle passing in the scriptures didn't take place until people were gone, right. gone, Mo- like for good. Like Joshua. Right. So like people like were, and that's something I'll say this, I'll say, you know, li- like this, this process of leaving for me has been tougher, not, not tougher, but it, it just has challenged a lot of my, um, it just has challenged me to grow and has challenged me to be pruned in the Lord and to begin to understand like why leave is leaving good. Mm -hmm. is it worth it to come back sometimes you know what i'm saying like all these different questions am i hurting people when i come back right right or am i actually healing that like hey i'm okay you know because you have you have some people that like really 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 love you Mm -hmm. like i have some incredible leaders that like almost every time i see them they cry and i cry Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like watching them outside of serving in ministry makes my heart ache because i know they're called in it Mm mm-hmm but I also have to trust that they're following the Lord too, mm-hmm. just like they trusted me when I took a step of faith, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And so when you see some some people, whether mistreated or not not honored in the way that you would honor them, I think that personally is one of the hardest things when a mantle is being removed from you is because you have a relationship with people and that person that might be taking the mantle may not see it and may not care for it or may be called to bring someone else in to take that role. Well, there, I think there's something too to be said about, and this could be a completely different podcast and we probably could do that. 
uh, because I've also received a mentor before, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you uh, did. Yeah. And I think I think receiving a mentor, there is a way to give away a mentor. There's a way to receive a mantle, 100%. right? And and, and uh, in the midst of all that, like humility has to be mm-hmm. the key. I think both sides. Also, both al- sides. I think also like having like a good understanding that Jesus is the head of the body, and that we might be temporary, but He is eternal, yeah. right? Amen. And uh, and so I think something that uh, is so important for ministers to understand is that. That this whole, you know, I follow Apollo or I follow Paul, Come right? Come on. Like it like we have to be above that. We have yeah. to be more mature than that. Because Paul literally says, if you're talking in these terms, you're still talking in earthly terms. Yeah. Right? Come like on. like Come those on. are not heavenly terms. And right. so so like I, I like I'll tell you something that was like hard for me um in the transition was have uh, having this feeling of not having access to the people I walked so closely with for five, as four or five years. As much access as you once had. Right. And, yeah. by, and by access, I don't mean like, I don't mean like leader, leadership yeah. or influence. Yeah, I don't mean that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean like the ability, like for example, like I'm a worship, I'm a worshiper. And so like these people that I was with, um, we like, played music and really enjoyed yeah. it right and uh and so feeling like you it was had maybe the place for it like you always had the place right to come and for and, you to be with them and like and then feeling like it might be inappropriate and, and and i think there's something to be talked about in that regard um like just about like our hearts and our spirits as christians about like the unity of the church that like i just i feel like we should i feel like that shouldn't exist i mm-hmm. think that we should be able to all be united even if i don't carry the even if you don't carry the mental anymore right mm-hmm. like I, I like we're all we're all family you know like for example um like one of the people that that like poured into me a lot in the in the past is pastor randy brummett you know and um when he when he um transitioned to the church that he went to before i took over um he just did i, I think he just did such a great job at this is the other thing that he did. He did such a great job and not like hanging on to pieces that were no longer his pieces. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I'll say this about me. I wonder if there are some pieces I try to hang on to that don't belong to me mm-hmm. anymore. Come right. Um, so anyway, that's a whole different conversation. That's so good. You know, because we will grab hold of something, particularly in our transition, our leaving that you may feel like, like, so I prepared a whole thing here. Right. And I was like, man, I don't get why they're not using it. Right. I had to let go of my own insecurity of, right. well, what if God is calling them in a different direction? Right. And, then my, and then my soul is like, well, I did it because I wanted to help them to help them, you know, stir in this and these different things. And then reality is like, man, wait a minute. Just like the pastor that I took a mantle from, you know, Pastor Matt, like, like he had a direction. He felt like this is the way we needed to go. And then they entrusted the vision of the well at the time mm-hmm. to joey ruggiero right and they really backed you up and they backed me up and now it took time Mm -hmm. it took time for them to trust me it took time to build relationship it took me failing it took very real conversations between me and my executive like like it took a lot of tripping and scabs on my knees to like Mm -hmm. get to where i was and and god just continued to i believe as you just try to walk in grace and please one person god will bring people through his goodness the word Mm -hmm. of god says the goodness of god draws all men Mm -hmm. right and so i just wanted the goodness of god i was trying to please men in so many ways and we saw that mm-hmm. and, and so many beautiful things and I think that's one of the hardest things when you step back into a place and you feel like 
Okay, Lord, this doesn't feel like, it doesn't sense like, it doesn't look like, it doesn't, like, man, these colors are different than what I thought it, like, what it was back, you know, man, mine was, you know, black and gold, there is blue in this, and you're like, I don't know if this is the right thing, and you literally have to humbly mm-hmm. submit that God might be moving in a way that is opposite of what he was using you for before, right? right? And and you just have to let go, and so in the leaving, I think the hardest factors of life is that in leaving you're gonna hurt people you're gonna hurt people which we which uh, which i want to i want to say this too because i think you and i figured this out probably uh, like a few days ago um not a few days ago maybe like a month ago or something we started calling leaving something different Mm. right Mm. so what did we start calling it I mean, one way was following, following, following right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, uh. I think so. I think one of, one of the things that like we um, uh, we actually heard this on a different podcast, and we were both like, "Oh my gosh, that's it!" it like just, we could we just, could never put words into it. Uh, um, it it just shook. It shook everything. Yeah. Because it was just like I felt like my heart was finally like, like you know, you heard the language mm-hmm. that your heart's been trying to speak. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, I love like that it just you just you're like that's. That's it. That's it. If and if I could say it, if that, I, yeah. if I, it's like, could I, could I say, could I, could I have said that? Like, and in in reality, God uses other people, mm-hmm. which I I'm praying that our podcast uses the words to other people that like it, it like stirs our heart and man, right. like it was just like, let's just be honest. We have an addiction for Jesus. We have an addiction for mm-hmm. Yeshua, mm-hmm. and. In the leaving, there's going to be moments that, not that the other people don't have an addiction for Jesus, but my addiction for Jesus has called me to take a step of faith that literally is going to make me look stupid in front of my family, in front of my friends. In front of your own eyes. In front of my own eyes, in front of my wife, in front of my kids, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Like, Like I was building a house. I couldn't get the loan because of me quitting. Mm-hmm. I had a job and my wife was in school. When I quit, I had no job. Mm-hmm. And what you mean I, is she wasn't making any money? She wasn't making any money. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, okay, she was making money. She was making about 700 bucks a week or, mm-hmm. or 700 bucks every two weeks. <laughs> um, okay. like, like she was in school, you know? And and like, you know, the Lord opened doors and I was privileged to be a pool cleaner. Um, you know, and God did so much beautiful miracles in my life through that open my eyes in so many ways i did video stuff i did marketing stuff i did a lot i had four jobs Mm -hmm. you know after the time but but it didn't make sense Mm -hmm. financially it didn't make sense spiritually because dude you know what's really funny it's really easy to leave when things are not going good Right, and and I think when things are not good like like when when things are not good man it's really easy to leave but dude when God starts telling you to leave, when things are actually going great, right? When right, you're right. finally at the place of like, dude, this is this is like, why didn't God? Why didn't you tell me two years ago to leave? Well, you know? I, would, I would actually say like, I would even I, I, I don't want to say challenge, but I I almost want to say it, you're actually answering the question I was about to ask you, which was, how did you know? And I'm gonna answer it as I ask mm-hmm. you, and I want I want you to answer after um, I tell you, how did you know it was the right time, right? And um, so for me. I remember, um, you know, as, 
as you work anywhere, yeah. you're gonna have frustrations. As you work anywhere, oh, yeah. you're gonna have what, what you know you moments, people, moments where you're like, ah, I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. <laughs> um, but I remember that when I felt the leading to to move on, um, it was probably the point in the ministry when I was the most content. It was the point in the ministry yeah. when I was the most. Come on in the flow yep. of like doing like the work Things that it took good. me so such a long so time to long like get to traction see. like like yeah. i finally you're looking at a freaking oak tree like oh or an avocado tree yeah. takes like three four years to bloom and you're like start you see an avocado bloom and you're like oh, yes god yes and you start seeing the beautiful fruit yeah and, it's just, oh. and there was no offense like i remember no, like yes. during that, yep. that season like like um i actually picked up a fence this was my own fault after I had moved on, but it wasn't, but I didn't leave because of offense, yeah. you know? And yeah. I, and, and I, and I would say, and, and I don't want to answer for you, but I want to ask you, you know, I have a few questions for you about the leaving, you know? Mm -hmm. The first one is, how did you know, and I might've answered already, but how did you know it was the right time? Dude, that's probably one of the hardest questions for me to even answer myself, because all I can say is there was a, peace of God mm -hmm. that it was time mm -hmm. I knew that I knew that it was time even though my flesh and my soul said no mm -hmm. and people said no my family was like you sure like you know are you are you really like all right like we trust you you know mm -hmm. but it was it was a I just something is checking in my spirit hey did Stephanie have that too by the way like the check of the same time yeah um if you yeah. remember, so I know it, she, it can be like really easy for us to go. Yeah, to so, say. so I would say not, not in June and July. June and July, I brought it up to her. I was like, hey, I just feel something. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. And what's crazy is there was other moments like that. Other moments before, before, yeah. That I was like, hey, honey, I just something's just feeling weird. You know, <laughs> can you just be praying? Like I just yeah. like I'm okay. Like I'm good. I just feel something in my spirit, and then it would go away. Or God would answer what it was, right? Mm -hmm. But this, or you just, would realize that you were just being emotional. Yeah. And oh, right. yeah. That I was just being sold. Mm -hmm. This is really not a big deal. God's called me here. I need to be rooted and established. Right, right, right. Move forward, right? But, um, but this one was different from the very beginning. It was in the ending of the summer camp, the biggest summer camp we ever had. Most leaders we ever had. Lord did miracles, redeeming. But you were there. Like God did incredible, incredible camp. things. Like I mean, the glory of oh, God. Dude. I mean, we were there was a night where we like. We, we worship just for like what seven hours? Prostrate at the at the altar, just and if you think this everybody next crying out, you, yeah. you think this next generation ain't gonna pursue the Lord. Mm -hmm. You put the Father in front of them, and they will mm -hmm. encounter Him. It was crazy. It was it, a crazy camp. Uh, Abba does great things, right? Mm -hmm. And that ending of the camp, in the midst of the last worship session, that's when the Lord said, "Transitions come." I'm like. Okay, cool. That's good. I don't know what that means. Like literally, it was just a in the middle. By of the way, I want to add too that like at this point, Joey and I had worked at a church plant that you know this was a church plant that was gr growing in an exponential way, mm -hmm. and uh, in the in the in the and I would say we had just gotten through the hardest. Oh, absolutely. Through, we had gotten through. We the had seven services. We on had a weekend. Mm, I mean, for Christmas, I, yeah, we definitely did. Well, we did nine but, on but, one Christmas. But, yeah, there was a point where we had at least five services. Yep. 
with all the two, same yeah, staff. Yeah, yeah, because we, had, we yeah. had two Saturday and three Sundays. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then so I we had, had, guys, had Wednesday nights. You had Thursday night rehearsals. Bro, it was It was insane. Bananas. It was our lives. We, we had, yeah. what was it? What was it? I think we had 1,300 people, but we had an auditorium of 100, 170. And then our lobby had like another 30. And then we'd like overflowed into another 60. Like if a fire marshal walked in, well, we were done. Stop. Like, like, we was, said the name. It was just like, oh. Yeah, uh, like, like, can't like, go you, retroactively yeah, fire you, department. You can't, they can't look in the back. Uh, um, they can't look in our past and be like, wait a minute. Uh, like, it was, it was, dude, it, but people just kept showing up. The goodness of God kept, it was just. And in, was, I, I would say in that sense, too, like, it was really strange. Not strange, but actually not strange. For me, it was reassuring mm-hmm. as we were taking that step, step yeah. out that, um, we had just gone through the most work like we had just gone through like going through all the five service everything and um for you guys that maybe don't know about um our church we had just built the the building building. that was going to be able to give everybody a breath yeah fresh air right so so it was built in october right yeah yeah built in october and then in in (sighs) february or march when we when we transitioned like a few months after you know we're we're chilling like we're at, at two two services it, it and it almost glorious. feels like it, it almost <laughs> it almost feels like we were there for the it build. almost feels like we were there for that build season yeah right? which is really weird because as as someone the the lord has has shown me i can't say spoke to me but shown me in some of the ways that got like he has he has gifted me my mind and the ways that i think and processes and i felt like that was the hardest time for me the hardest time for me was to build ministry at that point that I was at for those four years. Oh yeah. And finally ministry was getting to the point where I was like, Whoa, this is what we're going to do. Lord. Like we're going to, Oh man, I finally have my own space. Ah, but we're about to, Ooh, and the first, you know, what we called it back then, converges. God was doing incredible. Like, oh, man, God was moving and things were happening. And so people was like healed and marriages restored and like parents relationship. Like these, I'm like, this is great. And then God's like, yeah, uh, it's time for you to go and make room for someone else. And, oh, dude, the pride of flesh is and can be so like. It can be the most difficult thing to deal with, particularly in a thing that God has actually allowed you to have the privilege to build. He's had your hands on it in the mud, in the trenches like. Well, and that's and I think that's also the that's also, as you said, the pride of the flesh. Like that's also the danger. Right. Like when you are so like actively um, because we did. I mean, because we we poured our sweat and our Mm -hmm. tears in our blood mm-hmm. on uh, like it went into the ground like it wasn't loved, just water and we love that yeah we, and we loved it i mean we yeah. we were i mean that's where that's where our wives met yep. like that's yep. where we met like we did yep. life very closely together yep. like do like ministry was not just a job we would yep. show up we and had great do it with there. people that had, yeah, yeah like, like the, the team i remember yeah. our staff was like we used to have a blast like yep. laugh endlessly Dude. we have some of our best buddies were yeah. on that staff um so god was moving so we loved it and then god yeah. said time to move crazy and 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 said it's, it's time for us to follow like are you gonna it, it literally felt like the only way i can picture it, and this is just coming to me right now i think it was john and john and andrew no matthew and andrew because there are two fishermen uh disciples there well, matthew hip- is definitely not the fisherman uh, yeah not matthew yeah. Uh, i apologize my brain is all over the place right <laughs> the now. fisherman hated the fisherman matthew. hated him um uh gosh well, well it's, it's john john uh, and his brother yeah john and james james mm-hmm do you know the story of like why they were fishermen and like like that most of the time it was like a family trade and that yeah even the sons of Zebedee it, and and what's crazy is when Jesus shows up at them, it says that they left their father there. Mm-hmm. 
They left their father there.、Mm-hmm. They caused pain. They left.、When、Jesus、mm-hmm. said, "Follow me."、Mm-hmm. And technically, sons at that time would take、mm-hmm. over that type of business and would keep pressing forward. Bro,、right? I never thought about that. And I never thought about the the fact that they didn't take on their father's business. They didn't. I never thought about that. And、wow. they literally walked and followed Jesus,、mm-hmm. though their purpose was right in front of them of being their. Yeah, That's the business owner. You know, let's take on fishing and keep going, right? And and there was a like that's that's how I felt like at a moment. And maybe this is just a picture I'm like getting right now. Is is I felt like we were in the boat with our pastors fishing for people. <laughs> God、mm-hmm. was doing incredible things. We we're hauling fish, right? Like man, we were doing great. Like God was doing stuff.、Mm-hmm. And then Jesus just kind of walks up to not not even to the boat, just walks to the shore and says, "Follow me." And we're like, but it,、oh, almost like, sorry, Dad, I'm gonna, I gotta follow.、Mm-hmm. And then gets out of the boat and follows,、mm-hmm. like that type of addiction to follow. Like they didn't know who this Yeshua was. So they can, didn't. I love that. And can I say something that I feel like I encountered a lot leaving was I would have people ask me why did you leave as if. As if, and I don't know if this is things are black and white for you, but like as if you could have just one reason, like because、yeah. like, because because the, the leading of the Lord is like so all encompassing. Like there are so many variables, so many facets、mm-hmm. to like what He's doing, and、um, like for for me, for example, like one of those was for whatever reason that God was wanting us to start a family,、mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and uh, and literally. Um, like I just felt like I needed to walk through the door of stepping outside of that season, in order to start that season of like us having our son.、Mm-hmm. And bro, I resigned, and literally a week after,、yeah. Tara was pregnant. Yeah, you know, which is so crazy, right? And、yeah. and、um, I remember like just the fear, right? Like like I I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have anything. Like I don't have like any、yeah. like I don't have a, a job lined up. Like I don't know what I'm going to do. Tara just got pregnant, but I knew, I knew that it that that Tara showing me that pregnancy positive pregnancy test was a was a sign from the Lord, like、Almost、saying like, like confirmation. yeah confirmation like go ahead son like keep walking in this direction、yeah. right um and so、uh, there were a lot of a lot of different things you know and so when people ask me you know and I think a lot of times people are just asking maybe to get the scoop right to kind of be a part of the quote unquote the the gossip or whatever. Um, and I, and I, and sometimes, and let's I, be honest. And I certainly sometimes a leaving is disguised because there really was bitterness. There was really something happened. Right, right, there right. There really was all these different things. And sadly, let's be honest. Sadly, the church is one of the number one places things get hidden. Well, and sadly, I'll, I'll say this. Oh, okay. So you got me on something here. So I'll say this. Again, I am I am in a super healthy place and. Now and、uh, I've repented, bro. Like I'll tell you this, I'll say it on the podcast. I did a really poor job talking about people after I left. I didn't know I was offended.、Mm. You know,、mm. um, so you, you didn't know that you had a blind spot. Right, right, right. So, you know, there, there were a lot of things that there, I was. I was literally the way the the Bible describes it, like living in darkness, thinking if the light you think you have is darkness, how、yep. much how much, how much darker, darker the light is, right? Yeah, yeah.、Uh, and again, I, again, I don't I don't want you to pair the two because I still felt led by the Lord to go into go out of the season. And it was it wasn't until after that I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that my my flesh started to go through all this. But anyway,、um, I.、Uh, 
uh, you know, I went through that process, all that. But I will say this about the church, and I think as a body, what well, we could do better, all, all of us together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't think we need to protect. And this wasn't us, so mm-hmm. I'm not even yeah. like talking, yeah. you know, I, uh, about our situation. But I'm talking about just in general and the body. I really don't think we need to protect the church from the drama of church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it, like we because what happens is what we are creating when we don't trust. So it, the way that I I, I want to kind of picture it is like, you know, the, the kids that say my parents never argued, mm-hmm. but in reality they were behind closed doors, like extremely unhappy, like at each other's throats, like you know whatever. Well, the kids, and they the never, kids that they get a divorce and they're like, I never saw you argue. I didn't know what was going right, on. Right? Right. Like, I mean, we've talked about like I right. never saw my parents argue. Right. 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 right, right, right. Like, they're good. So now, know? yeah, not necessarily yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. bad, but yeah. you got to mean like, yeah. I think there's a certain point as a parent, mm-hmm. spiritual parent, mm-hmm. so to speak, that that your sort of that your children, so to speak, need to see you uh, handle go, correction, handle and discipline, handle handle and correction, leadership. discipline, handle um, uh, like like moments of discomfort. Uh, moments of relationships breaking mm-hmm. uh, need to like the church needs to be able to observe this and be able to see people overcome it because mm-hmm. what what happens is there's so much that happens behind closed doors that now all the kids are going even when even when we say the truth they're like mini divorces right like, they're like mini like divorces they're like they're like wait so you really did love me like yes yeah. <laughs> like right right, right. It's, it's like, like i didn't so wait you didn't you weren't stealing mommy's money no <laughs> i wasn't stealing mom's money like you know these things and you know what's crazy you make you uh, make people that are like always on like always on edge thinking there's something else going on mm. because things haven't been shared before like right. guys let's just share like let's just share like hey and guys like I, and, and you don't even have to share everything right? right like you could say this you could say this hey guys things here are not ending in the best note mm-hmm. um we wish things were ending in mm-hmm. a better note but we are trusting that god mm-hmm. is going to bring healing in the long term i think it's the fear of the questions on top of those things because it's a fear of like sometimes you legit don't have answers to questions when stuff is going misarray sometimes there's just someone's living in sin right or there's tension between a relationship between leaders there's there's these different things but like even with sin like even with sin like if somebody's living with sin like this right right like hey guys like Um, uh, like we'll say this for example like uh, i'm just gonna give you an example right mm -hmm. hey as a leader i don't want to dishonor somebody by sharing details details Mm -hmm. of their lives yeah but if you have enough courage Mm -hmm. and you have a desire to know please approach that person and ask them yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you don't have to, you don't have to. And you know what's crazy? You ready for this? <laughs> Dude, I don't know why this story. Again, the word just pops in my mind. Uh-huh. Like as like people talk and as things shared. I don't know why God just gives me such a picture mind. And the story of how the Axe Church used to handle correction. Bro. And, like We need uh, to talk uh, about Ana- that in a different Ananias, uh, yeah. Ananias and his wife keeping money back. From selling their land. That they pledged the money for that the That they church. pledged the money. And Peter says, but isn't his wife comes in first? Yeah, Ananias' wife first. No, I think in. Ananias came in first and well, his wife second. One of them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes in and then. And no, guess, you know what's crazy? Read the stories in Acts, right? What's fascinating, it happens in front of the body. Well, no, listen. And it okay, literally okay, 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 says okay. <laughs> that all the body is in fear. They said it happens. And it's a good fear. And then they carry them out. And it says from that point forward, 
the body <laughs> like, like the for the glory of, the of god yeah <laughs> and the fear of the lord and like like it's like okay i'm really thankful god doesn't whop you know zap us in that because when we live in sin there you know all that stuff but that was the new testament that was the new covenant okay oh but, like, you just got me into something here okay can <laughs> we i gotta be careful we gotta stay <laughs> believing let me just say this let me just say this let me just say this so um so there's there <laughs> so there is this uh there is this there is this idea or this method that the new the new age church the new the 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 new dignified church has come up with that uh is is often taught at church and that is if you are going to correct somebody one you have to have relational equity with them which the bible doesn't talk about that okay the bible just says like prophets would just tell people the truth and then you would have to deal with it <laughs> so that's so that's the first thing right like th then the second is uh, and and, and I, I do believe that there are places for taking your brother aside. Yes, I think especially yes, I think especially when it comes to offense between you yes. and between each other, yes, right? Yes, 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 now that yep. doesn't have to do necessarily with correction that takes place from church leadership to the body itself. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times in the in the in the New Testament, as you said, bro, there are there are things that happen purposefully in the congregation. Where somebody might say, where somebody might say after today in today's church, I can't believe they would tell me that in front of everybody. How dare they? You know, because we're so dignified and we're like, we are we are so opposed to growth and the truth sometimes that we would. This is bro, and this and God has convicted me about this about me me me. God's told me this, bro. God's told me who cares about the way people tell you the truth? Mm. Listen to it. Mm. I've had I've had communication and, and relationships with people in the past and i still do it and god's actually telling me in the season to get closer to them so what you're telling me is like he used a donkey to save one of his prophets and the prophets was getting so <laughs> mad at him hitting him in the spine and his donkey turns his head and says bro I'm trying to save your life. There's a freaking angel over here that's about to kill you. Take you out. And, yeah. like, and he's like, he literally almost repents to a donkey. So what you're telling me is <laughs> that if a donkey, in terms of the natural Tells you world, the truth, listen. Listen. You may think they're a donkey. You can do whatever you want to say. But, like, listen. Yes. Listen to the burning bush. Listen to the donkey. Listen to the fish that spits you to where you were running from your calling. Listen to these things. Yes, absolutely. And God will do it. Well, and, and, and the key with it is, is this. The purpose of church... So I'm going to say a statement, not ask a question. The purpose of the church is not to make you as comfortable and cushy as you can be based on how people talk to you and mm. treat you and all that stuff. The purpose of the church is to empower you to grow and to do the work of the ministry. To be like so, Jesus? Right. And so so that might look like, that might look like, like I heard this story from a, a minister in Haiti, a, a, fr a friend, um, mm. the, guy, yeah. it's the guy that came yeah, to yeah, Wellspring. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was in the middle of a service. And a woman got up in the middle service to leave. And as she's leaving the service, he calls her out, bro. And he goes, mm -hmm. hey, you woman who's walking away, the man that you're with is not even your husband. Kind of like the, the mm -hmm. woman of, uh, the at well. the well. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he calls her out, bro, with the wisdom, the knowledge of God and says, go back to your seat. God, God has something for you, right? Mm -hmm. I heard that story from him. And I'm, th I'm thinking to myself, if that happened in the American church, there would be a, a lawsuit. Be an uproar. A lawsuit. Be a lawsuit. You know, like, it's like, just, there would be HR. You would be an oh HR. Like, HR, come here. Come here, pastor. I need to have a conversation with you. Sit down for a second. You're not allowed to call her out in front of everyone. Right. So, 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 so I will say like, there is something to be said about 
there is us being places. us being there about places there's places yeah. but i will say like i will say wouldn't it be great if as us as christians we were just open to the truth no matter how it comes because the truth yep. makes us better yep. you know yep. um and i think i think to bring it all the way back to leaving right bring it all the way back to leaving that sometimes the truth is let's just call it what it is leaving hurts leaving and when you are being addicted to Jesus and you are you are trying to follow Ooh. the way yeah. that you will hurt people like John and his brother hurt their father like everyone else whether intentionally the or left, intentionally as, even as yeah. Jesus looks at one of the men that say let the dead bury their own dead that is that's hurtful the thought of i need to leave mm, and mm-hmm. like take a step and so so like yes my heart aches for the students that have have walked away from the faith because of my leaving my heart hurts for the leaders that have not stepped and continue mm. to walk in obedience with the lord because of my uh, trying pursuit of addiction of jesus and i know your heart hurts the same with your leaders and with people that have been on the worship team and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. like a heart aches for that but in reality is that in my leaving the Lord will the Lord has a plan right and so in my leaving he might be making space for someone that if if we did not go would have never had the door open for them number one that like we, so God's doing a work like, in like them God is doing a work in them and God needs to get them into a place where he can continue to do a work in them and through them right, right? and and then secondly God might just need us out of the way yeah, he, 100%. He may just need us to move. Well, cuz maybe what what if God moves us because he doesn't want people to just rely on us? Come on. Come on. Like what if I Come mean on. Paul said, you know, um it, it, Paul said in in 2 Corinthians or maybe it's first, I forget. Um but it, but, but yeah, but he <laughs> says, you know, I chose to make the gospel that I preach so simple so mm-hmm. that so that your faith is not based on the wisdom that I share with you but on the power I, of I God, came, right? I came I came without uh Paul says it to the Romans. Yeah, Romans with, too, without, I, I, like, came, I came without words of wisdom. Yeah, 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 wisdom. Like, I've come here mm-hmm. to bring the the truth in it. Yeah. And so so it so maybe maybe the purpose of leaving a lot of the times or or leaving room and 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 listen Maybe uh, let's talk about temporary leaving because because mm. I think temporary mm. leaving is good as well. Like mm. maybe the maybe the reason why a pastor needs to let somebody else preach <laughs> is because it's better for people to rely on the Lord and not on us. Maybe the reason why a worship leader doesn't need to sing every song is because mm. it's better for people to rely on God and mm. not on people. Maybe the reason why the Asbury revival mm. has no known faces mm. is because God wants to move uh, uh, like unto his glory, not to the glory of man and to the accolades and fame of men. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and maybe he needed to lo- looking at our lives and leaving. Maybe the Lord needed to do that exact thing in us. The Lord had his grace to help build his kingdom in Ruskin and blessed to be a part of that for the season that we were. And maybe there were things that were happening that things were built on us when it should have been built on him. A hundred percent. And God needed to shake the very things that needed to be shaken. And we can get frustrated at people being shaken out of the body. We can get frustrated at loved ones being shaken out of the body or shaken these things. But the revelation, Jesus' words, like it says, I will shake. I will shake. Mm-hmm. everything that can be shaken i will mm-hmm. and and there are moments in our leaving that 
is very difficult. And so my challenge in a sense through this and my, my encouragement to every single person that hears this, that maybe you're in, in a moment of trying to decide if you should leave or you should stay. And there is a verses to it. You have to hear God, number one. You have to have accountability. You yeah. have to have people around you. Come you on. You cannot be leaving for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You cannot be leaving because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You cannot be leaving mm-hmm. because it's comfortable. You mm-hmm. cannot be leaving just because. Like you need to not not what i'm saying hear don't the leave. voice of follow God. like don't yes leave. follow yeah you need to follow mm. jesus you need to be following jesus and in your following sometimes it will not make sense sometimes you will fall short you may get bitter like my brother or you may not realize you were bitter until a year later like me and had to forgive someone because of that too like there there are moments in in our life that you will have to leave and people will get hurt and those of us I had, for an example, for my life, I had four youth pastors in my freshman to senior year, four of them. In those leaving, it hurt me. But in those leaving, it also made room for me to get better, to be more reliant upon Yeshua. And I believe because of them leaving, I am the man that I am today, right? Right. And so in Mm. the leaving, we also, as the people that have been left, the people that now you have mm. been left, you so have good. to you have to see that even as people go, maybe you need to ask the Lord, why did you have them follow you in that direction? I really wanted them here. I've had leaders, I've had pastors leave me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why did you have to go? I really, I need you here. And maybe it's because I I had their opinion on on god's voice over god's voice that if they spoke it was god's voice all of these things when in reality the opinion that really i need to desire more than anything is yeshua and holy spirit and abba's voice through it all Mm. and as someone may leave to make way for the way the truth and life in our in our lives and our families and these things and dude leaving hurts like i spoke wednesday pain's real the storms and there's come. and there's always there's always you know that the when the tree is shaken there are always there are always things that fall right like mm-hmm. i remember even when when you know when previous people left and i was and i was left there yep. to pick up the mantle um not everybody stayed yeah you know not everything yep. was yep. the same yep. but it's not meant to you know and I, and i really think like i thank god that i thank god that in his design it's it's such a beautiful design that he would um that he would shift and move things that he would that he would get water out of the rock by speaking to it or he would get out of water out of the rock by hitting it with the staff just so that we can remember he is a source and people are not that he is a source and our methods are not you know what i'm saying like i think i think even now thank god randy brummett left at the time that he knew that he left i wasn't even ready for yeah. that posi- position in my heart to shift someone so someone could step in faith that's it bro that's it and a lot of times too like a lot of times too, he'll move us um, because he has he is trying to do something in us in whatever season he's taking us. Like I know, um, as I stepped out of that season, there's so much God has done in my heart mm, to grow me up as a man. Come on. There's so much that the Lord's done in my heart to to set my priorities straight. There's yep. so much yep. that yep. that yep. so much yep. so that I am again in a season where I feel ready. To take up, to take on maybe another mental, or you know, whenever the yeah. right time is, like there has been this growth that God has, and 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 it doesn't take place only in a season of doing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes place in a season of walking away, or in a season of t- uh, taking a break, or what whatever it might be. But um, we can't forget that God, it, it God is the master. He's God is playing 
a chess game that is like three dimensional. Like he is, he is, Bro, seven he's making a thousand moves at the same time and they're all working perfectly. And, and so when I moved out, he makes room for the next person. And he, he, he also opens room for people uh, that are going to be trusted by that leader so that they can step into their calling. And there's, and, and it's just so, such a big, and as he moves me, th there is a shift in the atmosphere for the place where I was, where things that couldn't take place before now can take place. And maybe even in my leaders, maybe even in the people mm -hmm. that, that mm -hmm. were under me, maybe, maybe even in my heart, you know, like one, one big thing that the Lord told me, bro, as I was moving on in that season, he as said, you were following, no, you know what? Yeah. As he, as I was following, he said, I need to take your cape off. Mm. Come on. Because in this season, you've become this fake hero. Mm. You're not a hero. Come on. You're not perfect. Yep. You know, you're yep. you're holding it all together. Yep. You know, the expectation that people have of yep. you is that, Come on. that you know, you're, you're, you're just holding, you're mm. clenching your cheeks as tight as you can. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And it's like, at the end of the day. Like no one expects you to fail. Every moment that you do guy, something. Yep, right. Yep, yep, yep. And, I, and I needed to step out of that for yep. God to remind me, my son, humble yourself. Mm. Um, it, I'm the hero. And you know what, man? There's going to be moments where someone leaves when they're supposed to stay. Right. And those people leaving, guess what? It doesn't shock God. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be moments that someone was actually supposed to still be there. I believe there are some people that left my life right in a leadership role mm -hmm. that I believe that we're still supposed to be there. And mm -hmm. they left because of bitterness. They left because of uncomfortableness. They mm -hmm. left because they didn't feel quote unquote called there anymore. But really it was out of like, I don't agree with something that's happening. Or I'm, right not, now. Being I'm not being we'll used. Talk we'll talk more. We'll talk more. We'll talk. But, but, but they left. Right. right. <laughs> and so in those moments, even if, even if, and this is the question in my own soul that I asked God, did I miss it? Did I leave when I was supposed to stay? Did Important question. Did I right? leave when I was supposed to stay? Yeah. And God continues to confirm that I needed you out for a reason. And mm -hmm. that's where faith comes into play. Like I was talking to the student, there's in our being led by God, the, the, the word that got me through a lot of college, I believe it's Isaiah 54, if I'm correct. Uh, I might be wrong on it, but it says this. I know, I know the word very specifically. It says, whether I turn to the right or to the left, I will hear a voice say, this is the way. Walk in it. Mm. Now, the beautiful part about that, that I didn't get until my fourth year, because I'd pray that, God, whether I turn to the right or to the left, I'll hear a voice say, this is, you know, walk in it. Okay, God, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. And then I get so frustrated when I wouldn't hear his voice or wouldn't feel his prompting. And then God one day took me and like, you know, a moment when a teacher's like, come here, I need you to sit here for a second. Just sit down here, read this book again. Now rewind, say it word by word, <laughs> really slow. And then you're like, well, I turned to the right or left to hear a voice and then you're walking in. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I read it again. God's like, hey, slower. Whether I turn to, wait, whether I turn. So you're saying there's a action step that I actually have to take. And in that action step, I will then hear the voice of God. Mm. So my, one of my things was I, I wouldn't move unless God spoke. Right. And I believe there's word for that. Right. But there's also word that is very clear. The thing I was praying over myself mm -hmm. that whether I would turn to the right or to the left. And so what that means is there is a chance that in my leaving, I might be wrong. Bro, so so uh, I saw. So the reason why Joey is saying this is because we're gonna we're gonna have another part to this episode about uh, staying and um, and 
um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But uh, I love that, Joey, because, um, you know, even even as I uh, as I read like the the letters that Paul wrote, um, there are many times when God, the Bible even says that God opened a door in Asia. Mm, right. And Paul didn't go. Mm hmm. And Paul. he didn't go, Paul. He right. didn't go because uh, I believe uh, he he didn't see, was, I don't know if it was Titus there, um, but regardless, um, it's just so important that we continue to be action-oriented in our faith. And uh, But we do want to talk uh, more about uh, the staying. And so this next episode, we're going to be hitting on, you know, moments where we wanted to leave mm -hmm. and, and maybe we needed to stay. Maybe the Lord was trying to do something in our hearts to stay. We also want to talk about something that we've been seeing a lot in, in the recent past. And it's just be people kind of detaching from bodies that they belong to and uh, and doing it based on their opinions. And yep. so we're going to touch on all, all that. But um, we appreciate you guys listening today. We pray um, that there was at least something that was useful for you guys in this podcast about our experience. If there's anything you'd like us to expand on a little bit more in a future episode, please let us know. Uh, we want to be open books and we want to just continue to use the responsibility that we have in a good way. So thank you for joining us today. Love y'all. Go and be prolific. <laughs>